you're a Cleveland Browns fan looking for a break from the emotional roller coaster that is the price we pay from loving than hating our Browns, then a big welcome to Cleveland Browns Anonymous, a group therapy podcast to help you survive the season. So let's start our meeting. Hi, everybody. We got a special guest. Um, <clears throat> Tennis legend at the Cleveland Skating Club, John Schloss, otherwise known as Lobs. John, how you doing? I'm doing well, Mike. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, come on. We got a lot of catch up to do. We're going to do a two parter. We haven't uh, had a podcast in a couple months. We've been waiting for the, uh, you know, the free agent signing, the draft, the OTA. So we got the we got a lot of di- to digest now. What are your just overall thoughts? of what the Browns have done off season and what do you think is going to happen going forward this season? Well, uh, you know, we've been down this path before where they've made changes and there's huge optimism, but it hasn't worked out. So I was going to ask you, I need some guidance. How as a Brown fan should I feel? They've made a lot of moves. It seems like things have gotten better on both sides of the ball and special teams. So I'm excited, but, I've got to be cautious too. Yeah. Well, let me, uh, okay. So let me uh, flip me the ball. Let me run with it a little to use a football expression. I think, you know, I keep reminding myself and Browns fans insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and thinking things are going to change. So we start from that premise. Like what, what have the Browns done differently? And uh, so that there'll be a different result. I think w- the first very encouraging sign is that nobody's hyping the Browns. They are way under the radar here. It's very similar to the Philadelphia Eagles. Two years ago, they had, they were in the playoffs. They were competitive, but, you know, Hertz was definitely raw and it showed in, in you know, in the playoffs. And then, they made a few tweaks, they made a few changes, and they came out of nowhere, and they were undefeated, I think, for like eight, nine games, and they just were just blowing people out. Um, I think the Browns are going to have a very good, surprising season to a lot of pundits, and the reason is coaching. If they had a different defensive coordinator and a different special teams coach last year, with the same team, they would have been in the playoffs. I mean, special teams cost us a couple games. Of course, the the defense was pathetic, again, going on two, three years, more broken coverages, of course, the Jets game. So we have made – they have looked at coaching finally as a key and not just – draft and signing and free agency and stuff like that. They realize that coaching is as important as who they're drafting and who they're signing and what their cap space is. It's not just the quarterback. Quarterback obviously is important. You've got to have good players. But at the end of the day, what's the point of having good players if you have bad coaching? Your thoughts? Totally agree. I mean, uh, I think they upgraded in both defense and special teams on the coaching front. So uh, I've got that's. I think that was uh, 
pivotal. I also like yeah. the fact, I, yeah. So that's a big deal. Well, and you know, and, and it's what I'm what I'm really encouraged about is the fact that coaching the coaches we brought in, Schwartz especially, and who's our other guy on special teams? I keep forgetting his name. Uh, um, Bubba. Bubba. Ventrone. Ventrone. Bubba Ventrone. They have had input in the free agent signing and the draft, which when you think about yeah, everybody, you know, I don't want to keep, you know, stomping on Joe Woods is great, but Joe Woods, he wanted those big safeties. He wanted those safeties in the box. He wanted that. He didn't want, you know, that the defensive line was almost an afterthought. And he was totally wrong. And so now you got Schwartz coming in, and all of a sudden they've remade the defensive line. They pretty much stand pat on the linebackers because everybody was bemoaning the linebackers. Well, what are you going to do if the defensive line is getting blown out of the water, leaving the linebackers constantly having to fill the holes that the defensive line's not not filling? And uh, so what does Schwartz do? Schwartz says, I want this guy. I want this guy. He gets Johnson. John Johnson goes. And he brings in his his guy from, from Philly who knows the defense. Kind of an Eric for those of a certain age, John. Remember when the Browns brought in uh, Erich Barnes from the Giants? I, I do. Okay. Well, that's who Shorts brought in with that – uh, guy Look, from he got Philly. he got he got McLeod is this guy from Philly, coach and, on the field. Yeah, I, that's it. Seems to me when you have a great defense, usually have their own quarterback, and that's that quarterback is usually in the in a safety in the defensive backfield. I think the, the McLeod signing, assuming he's on the same page with Schwartz, and then they have Thornhill, the veteran presence. I think. That can make all the difference. I'll tell you one thing. We're not going to see any more blown coverages. If I was a betting man, there was some Vegas line that I could pick up. And I would sim- I would say, we're not going to see. Remember those blown coverages? Not just right. the Jets game. Not just the Jets game. But go back another year, the Chargers game. There must have been three touchdowns of 50-plus yards where a guy was wide open. Right. Look at the first game last year. Baker. Baker was on his heels. And all of a sudden, another blown coverage on a seam route. You're not going to see that with a Schwartz defense. But after a while, I mean, I've I've talked about this in past podcasts. You know, the Joe must go part one, part two, part three, part four. I think think, uh, Andrew Barry and... You know, Dee Podesta and the brain trust there said, wait a minute, we got to get a good coach here. We got to get a totally. good coach who can input who they're who they're picking up. It was my impression that Stefanski was reluctant to make any changes in coaching personnel. So I think you're right. I imagine that it came from uh, the other uh, people in the executive suite. Yeah, well, I, I think this is where Stefanski has been exposed with his uh, – I don't think he's a bad coach. I think he's a coach who's learning how to be a head coach, which is a whole different skill set. And I encourage everybody 
to read David Marinus's book, When Pride Mattered, The Life of Vince Lombardi, because Lombardi went through the same growth curve. He, you know, he was an assistant coach with the Giants, and he was, all you got to do is watch that HBO for the Cliff Note version of David Marinus's book. Um, and he was, uh, you know, he was doing his rah-rah college shit. And uh, Frank Gifford, Charlie Connolly, and the rest of the Giant veterans had to, uh, couldn't take it. And, and Lombardi, to his credit, went to uh, those guys and said, uh, what am I doing wrong? He knew he was doing something wrong. He wasn't able to communicate. Lombardi was the classic case of a guy who learned the psychological uh, way of coaching up, getting the most out of his players. And that, But that takes some seasoning. And I think Stefanski, like a lot of these coaches, where they're wedded on their schemes, their X's and O's, you could say the same thing about Joe Woods. Charlie Weiss, Romeo Cronell, Pat Shermer, Norb Turner. These are all great, great guys who, great assistant coaches who crashed and burned as a head coach. And I think that's that's been the problem with the Browns the last couple of years. Barry and his crew are bringing in the talent. John Johnson was underused. You got to wonder these new coaches, are they going to be more? We're, I'm hoping they're going to be more like uh, our offensive line coach who's going to get the most out of his players. Is it going to turn maybe a Jordan Elliott into a Wyatt Teller? You know what I'm saying? So totally. back to you, John. Hey, let's stop here. We got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, and we'll be back. Getting your house ready to sell? Or you just need some basic repairs and you can't get anybody to come out or even return your phone call. Then call Riley Painting and Contracting, your home mechanics, for all of your home repair needs from electrical, plumbing, roof repairs, and getting your house ready to sell. 45 years in the business, a triple A on the Better Business Bureau, and we're on the preferred contractor list in Cleveland Heights and Shaker Heights. You can contact us by calling 216-371-8160 and leave a message and guess what we'll call you back so i'm uh yeah i'm cautiously optimistic i'm feeling uh, good about the changes both in coaching and players what is there a certain i'm gonna have to throw it back at you mike is there a certain uh group that you're concerned about for me, it's the linebackers because we have a bunch of them coming off injury. You know, I think, I think the linebacker. I I'm looking to every layer of the Browns quarterback. Watson's going to have a good year. Okay, he's going to have a good. He's got a full training camp. He's going to have a good to great year. I think he's going to be a top five quarterback. Look at the receiver core. I mean, they are loaded at receiver, mm -hmm. tight end. Uh, they got a nice mix of speed. I think uh, Anthony Schwartz, he's history. David Bell, I think uh, you know, all these guys. And, they, you know, they have these under-the-radar signings, that tight end who played with uh, Deshaun they brought in. Uh, the O-line, they, they, they beefed that up. They got that center from Ohio State. The O-line is solid. The running backs are solid. 
Uh, then you go over the defense. And then look at the signing of Zadarius Smith. Oh, my God. Is Miles going to have a great year? They got two bona fide edge rushers now to go along with Miles. And they got that one guy, forget his name, that uh, nose tackle, defensive tackle. They're going to have a push up the middle. And that's right. going to make the linebackers, JOK. I mean, the linebackers are going to have a, a lot better uh, year because they're not going to be filling holes from the defensive line. And then, of course, you got our secondary. We're just loaded back there with talent. Number one picks, cornerback, stuff like that. So now you're going to have more press coverage to eliminate the dink and dunks. You're going to have more press coverage, and you're going to have a defensive line of five guys who's just going to turn the heat up. we got guys who can play man-to-man. You match man-to-man with a ferocious pass rush, you're talking top five defense. And then we got special teams with Bubba Ventrone, who all he did was turn around another failed Browns kicker, I forget his name, on the Colts, the guy had a, an all-pro year. So, I mean, hey, I'm trying to be cautiously optimistic, John, but at the end of the day, I'm thinking, boy, between Schwartz and Ventrone and the way they've drafted, if Stefanski, if Stefanski can open up the playbook, I think the Browns are going to have a good year. Let's hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So final I think the clock. other the other thing is that yes, the fancy's on the clock. The fancy's on the clock. So oh, no I think shit. that's good. So they're gonna be su- super motivated for uh, a huge year, and that can only that's only a good thing. Yeah. Well, I don't think Stefanski has any just glaring holes. He's not. He's emotionally. He's got the right comportment to be a head coach, and he's got the personality that can allow his coaches to do their job without getting his hands in. I wish we, I wish he was a little bit, had a little bit of injection of Bill Parcells, you know, because every now and then you're getting the kick in an ass, you know, the more, the more I hear about what happened with Clowney last year, I'm like, where is the head coach? <laughs> I mean, really, you got Joe Woods, who clearly is clueless. You got Stefanski bragging about you know, every other week, it seems there's a players only meeting and you got to ask yourself, you know, there's more to being a head coach in X's and O's. Someday, I mean, right. you got to ask yourself, would Lombardi put up with a clowny? Would Parcells? No. Would Belichick? No way. And, and then I think when you say Stefanski's on the clock, I think that's that could be a factor that and I wish ownership would sit down with him and review his year and simply say, you should have done something about clowning. You should have stepped in. You can't be saying week after week after week, uh, I blew, it's on me. I got to coach better. You can't say that five, six weeks in a row, right? Absolutely. I mean, you just look like an idiot when you keep saying that. You know, it's like me as a contractor or you as as a stock picker. You keep picking losers, people are going to switch their their broker, right? Right. <laughs> so, so all right, John, who 
who is uh, enjoying life in Palm Beach, right? Are you near Mar-a-Lago? Uh, yes. Okay. Not far. Not far. So final oh, thoughts. Yeah. We'll let you get back to the uh, tennis court. I'm going to uh, say cautiously optimistic. I think we've, we've covered a lot of ground, a lot of uh, terrific changes. I'm, I am bullish. I'm psyched. I'm looking forward to this season. But given what we've been through as uh, long-suffering Browns fans, who I'm, I'm going to stick with cautiously optimistic going forward. Okay, let's let's leave it at that. Thanks we'll, for having uh, me, Mike. We'll we'll pick it up after the first game, and and okay. coming up on part two, Brooke Riley weighs in on the deep dive on the uh, player acquisitions and the coaching. All right, John, enjoy the Take sun. Care. We've got great sun here. We'll talk. All right, to you when I'll you be get back. back. Thanks. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye, Mike. Bye, bye. Thank you for listening to the Cleveland Browns Anonymous podcast with Mike Riley. We have a lot more content on the way as we get this new podcast started. You can also check out some of our other podcasts like the Cleveland Real Estate Investor podcast and other new ones that will start soon. On any platform that you find yourself listening to us on, feel free to leave us a like or comment or follow us. It always helps.